Episode of the Bench Mob ENT. We have been gone from y'all for feels like it's been forever, two, three weeks, but we back. The whole squad here. We wanted to get y'all some new content, so we decided to hop on Zoom. Went back, classic Bench Mob. Hop on Zoom to give y'all an episode. We are joined by the whole crew here tonight. We got Miles, smooth operator, Davenport, looking fresh as usual, looking dapper as usual. How you doing tonight? I'm all right, bro. I'm a little tired, but. That's life, right? Of course, CJ Moneybags, we got back. Just got back from traveling around the world in 40 days. How you doing tonight? <laughs> you think I'm a world traveler or something? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be back. It feels like it's been forever since we all got together. Yeah, it's been a minute, bro. I like, yo, I listen to my viewers. You don't understand how excited I was coming back. I got back from my anniversary vacation so i was dumb excited as soon as i landed jerry's like oh yeah it's a show tonight we live baby are you back today yeah i got back today oh shoot of course landed like 5 5 30. greg g baby debate your mother hot takes giants nation mets nation since mayor how are you doing i'm better than the mets are right now yo everything i said came to fruition it's, it's i wish this is i hate that we can't curse on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yo if you're, but if you're a mess fan you, you're, you're not surprised by this you ride the highs when you have them because this is what the mets are you, you won't I just hope that one day they can wash the stink off of them one day with all this Steve Cohen money, which I think will eventually happen. We're just too close to the, we're just not far enough removed from the Wilpon era. So that's fine. This, this, this happens. You, I'm not, I can't say I'm not used to it by now. Like, so, so what do you mean? How upset, how upset am I? I'm desensitized to this. It's either the Mets are good or I don't watch baseball. There's no in between. So it's okay. I'll wait, I'll watch summer league and watch for, wait for basketball until the Mets figure this crap out. Yeah. It's so funny though, because last week you were talking about how they were in first place, and now it's a, they a were literally in first place. Tempered <laughs> expectations now. <laughs> I, I, no, if you're a Mets fan, you always have a grain of reality, bro. I'm not like you see, like it's like being a Knicks fan and like being hyped that they're good. It makes no sense. Why would you do that? The Knicks historically suck. They can play implode. So you you're always you should always be ready. Enjoy the high, but always be ready for the fall. This see, I'm teaching New York fans how to handle disappointment. This is how you handle it. You handle this is how you handle trashy franchises. 
You, you, you enjoy the highs, but you're always ready for the bottom to fall out. You're always ready. I'm always ready. That's it. I just stayed ready. That's it. This is how, this is what a true New York fan is supposed to be able to do. Because these teams don't, unless you're the Giants, these teams don't win anything. <laughs> See how want, I want, I've seen two Super Bowls in my life. I'm trying to give him some back there at the end talking about the Giants. Oh my God. Hey, Greg. No, perfect transition. Speaking about New York, man. New York. Everybody ain't going to be outside no more. We outside. I don't let, nope. A lot of people not going to be outside. New York is passing the law that you are going to have to show proof of required vaccines for restaurant entries, gyms, and places as such. Mayor de Blasio said, if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. Broadway theaters have even announced vaccinations are being required for some of our listeners that's new, some of our followers who have not been paying attention, Bitch Mob ENT, we are talking every topic. No topic is unsafe. No topic is off limits. And we got something here for everybody. Bitch Mob ENT, we are expanding. So we talking about New York and these vaccination laws. What's y'all takes on it? And how do y'all feel about it? Especially being that we live so close in New York. Hey man, I'm vaccinated. I'm in them restaurants. I'm in them gyms. I'm in Broadway if I want to go to a Broadway show. No mask. I'm in there. You know why? Because I got that vaccination card, baby. That's why. Now, but in all seriousness, though, um, I don't know how I feel about it because I, I want to put myself in the position where I'm not vaccinated, right? If I'm someone who's not vaccinated and I want to go grab a bite to eat with my girl or something like that, how would I feel knowing that I can't go, you know, take my girl to a nice dinner because we're unvaccinated, right? So a part of me wants to feel some type of way about it, but at the end of the day, it's about the bigger picture. And, you know, they're trying to get this, I don't even want to call it a pandemic anymore, but they're, they're trying to get COVID out of here for good, right? And, and the way we do that is by people getting vaccinated to, to limit the, the exposure and uh, to keep the cases from, from rising. So um, I think it's going to be a good thing for New York, just seeing how busy New York typically is, especially during these summer months when all the tourists come into town and whatnot. Um, I think they're trying to get ahead of it early and, and try to get a handle on it um, before it gets out of control going into the fall. Uh, I get that it sucks for people that aren't vaccinated, but I do think it's going to be a good thing for the city. Greg, what's your takes on it? I know you you brought it up. You wanted to talk about it. Um, how do you feel about it? Are you against it? Are you for it? I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm for it. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. And I also, anybody who knows me, anybody who's been talking to me about this kind of stuff, been, I've been saying this since COVID started. Like, we're going to get to that place, especially when the vaccine came out and People weren't getting it, right? And people were deciding not to get that. Um, <laughs> I knew we were going to get to this place. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So this is this is really like the ultimate ultimatum for people who don't want to get vaccinated. Uh, you know, this was always going to happen. It's like, hey, you know, you don't want to get vaccinated, fine. We can't force you to. We're not going to compromise our democracy. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you guys are jeopardizing the health of millions of people who aren't getting vaccinated. So we're going to have to to put some measures in place to make sure, to, to incentivize it, all right? Or really to force your hand. They, they, they tried incentivizing it. They were giving out beers, free beers, people were getting vaccinated and all that stuff. You know, Americans love beer. It's hot dogs and it wasn't really, it wasn't really driving them to these vaccine sites. So 
they decided, all right, cool, we're just gonna make the really simple things, the really simple things in life that you enjoy hard to get access to. And I think it's only gonna get harder. We're gonna get to a place where like it's on your license, whether or not you're vaccinated. I think we're gonna get to a place where you're not gonna be able to, I, for real, like for like supermarkets may get to a place where like, you have to show a vaccine party in, in certain states, like, cause every state can control their own legislature. You know, like th this was something that New York rolled out after seeing France do it. It doesn't mean that Arkansas is gonna do it, they're not, right? But like, you may see other states that are typically left-leaning, they're, they're gonna start doing that. You're gonna start seeing it. You might see it, you're gonna see it in Jersey. I, I am fully expecting to see this happen in New Jersey sooner rather than later. So it's it's a it's a reality of it, you know, for the people who don't want to get vaccinated and things like that. I, I definitely understand. I understood the concern at first, but like, hey man, like what what like what choice do you have? Like what was the ultimatum? The other side of this is you catch this delta plus um and you don't make it. Maybe you don't make it. You know, maybe you don't, or maybe you end up with some serious condition after the fact. You don't know, we don't know enough about COVID to know exactly how it's gonna affect you down the line five years, five, 10 years from now. So it's it's a major risk, man. And it, it's crazy how like it's become a politicized thing, right? Getting the vaccine. Now you right, right versus left, right? Right, I'm not getting vaccinated. Left, I'm getting vaccinated. And it's like we can never agree on anything, even in the face of something we've never seen before. This is something that we're polarizing through politics like that's where that's where we're at with this so it's really crazy to me it really is but i mean I, I can only hope that this encourages more people to get vaccinated and you know you can only hope that that's what happens right because you know like my, my stance on this is very simple if black people getting vaccinated bro i think you'll be okay <laughs> i think you'll be okay yeah you mentioned it i was down in atlanta in georgia talking to some of my in-laws and we just talking about how crazy it is like in some of the states in the midwest Oklahoma, I think it was Arkansas, they have 8% of the population vaccinated. 8%. Wow. 8%. You got wow. places like Ohio that if you get it, I think it was Ohio that you get entered into a million dollar lottery. That like we're at this point as a country, you got to be put into a lottery to incentivize you to get the vaccine. Miles, what's your take on it, especially with people saying this is evading, you know, our democracy and my rights because you're making it hard for me to live my everyday life. You're basically forcing my hand. I mean, this is the new norm now. I think that most people need the vaccine to go back to work. Some jobs are even forcing you to get the vaccine. Even schools, they're not letting you come back on campus without getting the vaccine. So, I mean, it was always going to get to this point and I mean shout out to New York for kind of pushing pushing that thing forward because I mean New York's one of the biggest cities in the country so if New York City's mandating that you have your vaccine card that you're vaccinated then more cities around the country are going to do the same and I mean the numbers elsewhere like you look down in Florida the numbers are running rampant. So you're, you're, you're just trying to avoid those situations happening up here and anywhere close to home. I mean, I don't, I don't see what the hesitation is right now, because if you think about it, you need vaccines to go to school. Like this is, we haven't, it's not, it's nothing new. We've been going through this for years where you won't be allowed in school if you don't have the flu vaccine or chickenpox vaccine. So, I mean, it's something that happened 
rather quickly over a year, this vaccine, but I mean, if they say it's safe for us to take it, then I mean, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, what do you say to whoever want to answer? What do you say to the people that talk about, hey, it's not approved by the FDA? And that's their hesitation on whether or not to get it. My question to Greg was going to be, because Greg, Greg had mentioned when he, when he was uh, chiming in, he had mentioned that if, like, in five years, you don't know what's going to happen, right? If you don't get the vaccine and, and you do get COVID down the line, we don't know what it's going to do to us in, in five years, right? But on the other hand, people that don't get the vaccine, that's what they're saying about, about the vaccine, right, Greg? They're saying, hey, if I get this vaccine, I don't know what the, you know, reaction to it is going to be in five years, so... My question for you, Greg, was going to be like, like, what do you tell that person too? Because I get, I completely understand what you're saying. If I get COVID now, five years down the line, I don't know how my body's going to react to it. But then again, if I put something in my body that I don't know, that's not approved by the FDA, right? In five years, what if something happens then? It's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's a, it's a catch-22 situation because you, you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, and, and I think, I think. If you don't, the, the, it really, it, look, here, here's, actually, here's where I stand on this. This is really simple, actually. Because I, I, I thought about this after seeing Kirk Cousins, <laughs> the Kirk Cousins situation. I don't know if any of y'all saw that, okay? Kirk Cousins basically came out and said, um, he's not, he, he's not getting vaccinated. He refused to get vaccinated. And he said, hey, look, like, you know what? I was, I was close contact. I, I had to miss a couple of practices. What I'm going to do now, because I'm, since I'm so smart, is we're going we're gonna to put plexiglasses in the, in the uh, meeting room. We're going we're gonna to take extra measures just to make sure we're safe, right? And then when they asked him why he won't get back, he said, I've done my own research. So my thing is very simple, actually. If the CDC is, is, has cleared all these medications that we've been taking for all this time, which is cold medicine, fever, chicken, all that, chicken pox, people get the flu shots, some people don't, right? Some people, some people refuse to get that. But like, you take medicine, you take Tylenol, all that stuff, the simple stuff, right? So now you want to question it. Now, in the face of a global pandemic, now you want to question what the scientists are saying. It just, to me, it makes no sense. Like, it's not consistent. Some people have always been anti-vax. Some people don't refuse to get vaccinated. Fine, I get it, right? And you're going you're, you're gonna to live and die by that. You might literally die by that, but that's your decision, right? At the end of the day, it's something you have, you have to be comfortable with. And I don't, I don't judge people who, it's, it's hard because I don't judge people who don't refuse to get the vaccine, but you got, your reasoning, has to make some level of sense. If you're gonna tell me you did your own research, guess what I'm not gonna do? Listen to your, listen to you <laughs> over Fauci. I, I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I listen to you over people who went, who have gone to school, been educated on these things, been studying, doing clinical trials and all that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, I am the most like, I, I, I am into all that conspiracy theory stuff. We can talk about it. I, I love talking about that stuff. I really, really do. And and some, and you might even have me on something, but this, I'm not rocking with that. I've seen people die. I lost my grandfather to this. Like people die. People have died to this. So if you're going to tell me that you've done your own research, hey man, listen, you may very well be Einstein. You may very well be Fauci Jr. And I just don't know. But at the end of the day, like I'm not taking your word over it over the CDC when I've been trusting the CDC my whole life with my life, my livelihood. That's, that's the bottom line. We have been. We have been. And again, it really, yo, for me, I can't say this enough. If black people are going to get the vaccine, I don't see why anyone else would be up in arms about it. Why? Why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the system doesn't screw anyone more than Black people. So why are you running away from it? It makes no sense. And there are plenty of Black people who aren't getting the vaccine. That's, that's true, too, right? But, hey, listen, man, like, I, I just, I can't, I can't rock with, like, the, 
like, I don't know what it's going to do to me. You know, COVID's going to do to you, though. You know what that's going to do to you? It's pretty clear. <laughs> when if it, if it gets you, we know it was about to happen. That's, that's your ass. So, so, like, come on. Like, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest, like, for real. Oh, I, and, and I said, I hope that was clean. I hope that was okay. <laughs> but for real. Yeah. Um, Stay facts. Does that make sense, though? Does that make sense? No, yeah. no, nah, nah, you have a valid point. You're not rocking with and that, that's a good point too. Like, how are you gonna say you did more research than the guy that's in this first business? You know what I'm saying? It makes zero sense. You can't tell me you did more research than him. You, you literally did not do more research. All you you did not, you went on Facebook, bro. Like you just like what are you talking about? You did this not do where, more research. This is the exact instance where you in college and the professor's like, all right, I need you to cite your research sources. Yeah. Because you're telling me you you're finding stuff and information that nobody else none of the scientists know about or you want to go to the extent of the government and the scientists are aligned to all of america and telling people to get it it's kirk cousins there's people like cole beasley where it's like i don't i'm not yeah, judging you too. Get it. i'm not judging you won't get it but your reasoning behind it don't one plus one don't always equal two to some people, bro. I'm, I'm, as I grow older, there's two things I realize. One plus one don't always equal two, and common sense ain't that common. Yup, yup. It's too many stupid people, yo. It's too many stupid people out here. I've lost all faith in mankind for you to, for me to trust <laughs> Kirk Cousins with my life. For me to, you know, and I know he's not telling me not to get vaccinated, but like, you're not gonna be, you're not gonna, yo, they're not gonna ask you, yo, why are you not getting vaccinated? You're gonna be like, oh, I did my own research. What does that mean, bro? What did you do? Like, what did you actually go do? Like, tell me, please. Like, it don't make no, like, bro. I, you know what, also too, like, we'll cover this last piece. I don't want to go into lockdown because people don't want to get vaccinated again. That's the reason, yo, lockdown was hell. Like, I don't want to go to lockdown again, for real. I like being able to go to the gym. I like being able to live a life, you know? I mean, I got, you know, I'm doing this long distance relationship right now, bro. I gotta, make, I gotta get on these flights. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> come on, so like, it's just, it's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. We 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 gotta do better, bro. We yeah, I'd do love to be able to get back to a point where I can take a flight without having my mask on the whole time. Come on, man. I don't. It's annoying. Flying dude. already sucks. I gotta wear a mask too. <laughs> okay. And do yo yo. You know what's crazy? They don't want to get back. People don't want to get vaccinated, and they don't want to wear masks. They don't want to wear masks. Bro, like, so I'm supposed to believe you when you say you did your own research? What research told you to not wear a mask? And not get vaccinated. Where? How sway? How? Make it make sense. That joke is crazy to me, bro. Maybe it was something late Watch night. Nah, it's probably something late night he watched on Adult Swim type vibes, you know. <laughs> give you that, give you that answer right there. You you brought up Kirk Cousins. NFL is back now, man. Preseason has started. We had a couple of preseason. Not just the one preseason game. We got training camp. We was talking about a pre-show. What's some of the biggest storylines and headlines that y'all see so far coming into this NFL season? One that came out to me was like today they released, you know, Saquon is cleared for practice. So that's good. And because they were talking about week three, possibly from the start, but with him being clear for practice, they talking about he might be there for week one. We always, I know, I always knew he's going to be there week one. Come on, bro. Saquon not human. I cannot wait 
for this season. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this season. They ran the ball well with Alfred Morris last year. Just wait and see what they do with Saquon. But yo, um, off the Giants for a second, which is not, which is new for me. I don't, I don't, I love, to, I can talk about the Giants all day. We can do that all day. But the, the the situation in San Francisco that's brewing is really interesting with Trey Lance and Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy really about to be unemployed. Jimmy really about to lose his job, for real. Like, I think Trey Lance is really going to be the starter week one. He's he's wilding everybody. You, you saw what the Trent Williams said about him today? He said that uh, he's a generational talent. You see him run and throw. He was, he was waxing poetic about him. They want Jimmy out of there. They want him out of there. He's done. That's listen, tough when you got the – if you ain't got the, the belief of the people in the locker room, it's done. It's gonna be tough. He he has that. He definitely has the, the belief of the players in the locker room. But from what I'm hearing, it doesn't sound like Kyle Shannon. It sounds like he's ducking smoke, right? When when the media asks him questions about like Jimmy Garoppolo and who's gonna be starting, he's like, Yeah, I haven't really seen anything from, from Trey Lance that would say otherwise. But like when you listen to the players, like they're saying the complete opposite. So like you, you think Kyle Shanahan really going to let that happen? With, with you can never believe an NFL football coach. Ne- don't believe they li- don't believe NFL football coaches, but they lie. They're liars. They have poker faces. Kyle Shanahan don't want to re- don't want to release it because if he tells him if he says right now Trey Lance is my guy or he he waxes poetic about him, every defensive coordinator in the NFC West and all over the place and anyone who plays them is getting ready for the running for the option plays and all the crazy gadget plays are going to run with Trey Lance because it makes the offense get ready for that regardless. Well, they're probably they are, but if they don't know if they don't know he's gonna start, he just springs it on you week two. Then yeah. that team they play, they they putting a forty on your head like that that day because that offense is already crazy and they really are mainly based in their run game. That's where they come from the run game. They run and then it sets up their pass. So then you have a quarterback that can run a four five or four 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 like whatever it is and can throw the ball a mile. Like it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be and he's accurate. Like it's gonna be a problem. They're going. Oh. They could win a Super Bowl this year with him at quarterback. No, be it could be like it could be like Pat Mahomes. Like what happened that like that first year he got to play. It really could be that that, that dynamic because he's in a great system. He's, he's in a great system and a great situation to succeed. There's no rookie quarterback in a better situation than him. There really isn't. There really isn't. So staying in that same staying in that same division, one of your former players, Miles Jamal Adams, Seattle contract negotiations. Do y'all think, Miles, you started off, do y'all think Jamal Adams gets this new contract before the season starts, or are we going into next offseason talking about the same thing? I mean, he has all the leverage here. I mean, they're the ones who traded two first-round picks, a third-round pick to get him. So it's like you either pay me or you look stupid for trading valuable assets. So it's like, of course, he's going to set his bar high, and try to make them somewhat meet them up there. I don't know how low they're going right now, but I mean, the thing is safeties don't get paid $20 million a season. So if that's where he's going with this, then he's going to be holding out for a while. And I mean, it's not a good look after he, he didn't play that great last year. I mean, the sacks were pretty cool, but I mean, he couldn't really defend anybody when it, when it was time to pass. So it's like, you didn't really show us that you're complete safety on the field. So if you want the, the whole bag, then the best thing is to come this season, ready to play, show out, and then try to go ahead with it. But I don't know. I don't really see this 
ending anytime soon. This is going to go right up to the, the first game. Might even bleed into the, the season a little bit. Look, anyone want to have any chance at, at making it out of that division, especially with the Rams, as loaded as they are now? Like, they're going to have to get him ready to go and, and get that deal done before the season starts. Because, again, it's already, we're already bleeding into uh, going on, what, week two and a half, week three of training camp? for No, probably going week, week two and a half for, for some teams of training camp. You got preseason games coming around. Obviously, that doesn't mean a lot for a guy as skilled as, you know, Jamal Adams. But at the same time, like, you don't want him missing valuable time. You want him getting comfortable and getting ready to go for, for uh, week one. He's set to make $9.86 million this year. There's a few people ahead of him right now, like Buda Baker, um, Simmons on the Broncos. Um, but the Seahawks want to try to make him the highest paid safety, according to this article. Um, but who knows if that's going to happen again. They, they'll say anything and, and still not get the deal done. You think he's worth being the highest paid safety? As Miles just mentioned, a lot of people have said it. He's not, per se, the complete safety. He's going to get you some sacks. He's good at rushing the passer and being up in the box. But when it comes to maybe man-to-man coverage, zone, he doesn't really do it for most teams. Should he be, even be paid the highest safety in the league? Not for Seattle. Not for Seattle. Why would Seattle allocate all that money to him? They're not even a deep team to begin with. That's the reason why they've underperformed. They're not deep. They haven't been deep since they had the Legion of Boom. They, they're not deep anywhere on the field, honestly. I mean, they're, the wide receiver situation is good, but they just they just lack, like, they, they have, like, a star in every single phase of the game on some level. They got a star quarterback. They got a star wide receiver. They got a star defensive back in Jamal Adams, right? Defensive line, I'm not I'm, – unless I'm missing something, I don't think there's, like, an outstanding player on the defensive line right now. Not say, I, don't, I don't remember an outstanding player on that defensive line since Cliff Averill left. Honestly, like, I, I don't really don't remember, so – you know, unless I'm wrong, someone can fact check me, but I'm going off the top of my head right now. I, I, you're just not that deep. So why would you allocate all that money to Jamal Adams? It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like he's as good as he is, you know, you try to get the best of what he has now. And maybe you even flip him. Maybe you even trade him. Honestly. I mean, he's, he's great at getting in the backfield. He's, he's like a, he really is like a hybrid linebacker. That's what, that's what he does. He's a very, very, very good player, but I, I don't think that you make him the highest play, paid safety in football if you're not a deep team. You don't have a surplus of draft picks to add, to build around, to build this team out. You know, like, I don't, look, that usually doesn't work out for teams in, in football. It's a, cal- it's a salary cap league. So I don't know that you make him the highest paid staff, uh, safety. It doesn't make a ton of sense. They're not deep. Somebody, somebody that did get paid, Greg's boy, Josh Allen, got paid six-year extension deal worth $258 million topping out, $150 million of that is guaranteed. What does this mean for Buffalo? What does this mean for Josh Allen with this contract? For starters, you're expected to win that division. You can't, can't lose to the Patriots. You, you need to win that division consecutive year after year after year. You need to be the new Patriots in that division. That's number one. And they're expecting a Super Bowl out of you. You don't get paid that much money to, to not win a Super Bowl, right? I mean, the, the Bills have potential. We know that. They have Stephon Diggs. They have Allen, a quarterback. They had a great year last year. Their defense looked good. Um, but now it's time to really compete with the Chiefs. It's time to compete with, with the Buccaneers and, and teams like that that are, that are winning Super Bowls and whatnot. Um, but I love what Josh Allen said about it and his mindset when he got that deal. He's like, hey, they're not paying me for what I've done. They're paying me for what they expect me to do and what I'm you know, supposed to be here to do. You don't get this money just freely. You've got to earn it. Um, 
And that, that doesn't come with what I've done in the past. It's going to come with what I have to keep doing. So he has the right mindset. He, he definitely has the talent to do it. He just has to keep throwing it. With that contract, with him getting paid, there are two other quarterbacks that was drafted in that same class. Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, who both are in talks of trying to get a contract extension. I don't think either gets this type of bag. But who do you think gets paid first out of these other two quarterbacks drafted in the same class? Lamar. Lamar. And and if you if you go off of production, right, like you're supposed to, then Lamar should get more money than Josh, Josh Allen just got. Simply put, he's been the more productive quarterback. He's gotten further in the playoffs. He's been He's been phenomenal. He's been phenomenal. And that offense has been, is what it is because of him. It, it only works because of Lamar Jackson. He is the system. So he should be paid more handsomely than Josh Allen will. Now, I'm saying this, no, he won't. He won't get paid more than Josh Allen. I, I don't expect that to happen because they're going to say, well, he runs a lot. He might get hurt. We can't guarantee him that kind of money. No, he could get hurt, blah, blah, blah. I think, jo- I think Lamar Jackson should hold out here as long as he can and force their hand. He has, he has to make sure he gets that bag. Make sure you get that bag. Force them to give you as much as possible. He has leverage here after seeing what Josh Allen got. He really could say, yo, I'm better than him. Simply put, he could just say, he could set the negotiation table. Huh? You think he should do that this year? Yeah, I mean, they're in, con- they're in the conversations right now. They're having it now. Don't, don't hold out and not play. You can play. play. Play the game. But as far as getting a deal done, and if it comes to sitting out and you have to, sit out. Sit because yo, is that's is, if I'm sitting at the table, I'm saying I'm better than him, and he's got this, so I want more. I, that's it, that's, it's that simple. And he is, he's better than he's better than Josh Allen. I'm not hating on Josh Allen, this is just a fact. This is just a fact. I don't know who's gonna come in the comments and argue with me, but this is just if you if you tell me that Josh Allen is better than than um than uh, than Lamar than Lamar Jackson, then. I, I'm going to make, make some assumptions about you and where you stand in life. Hey, they have two different playing styles, though. Huh? They have two different playing styles. Who's better? Who is the better player? But who do you like more? That's the more important question. What do you say? Who do you like more? What do you mean? Is this a question who, for me? Who do I like more? That's for Greg. That's for Greg. Who do you like oh. more? Who do I like more? Yeah. I don't dis. I don't do that. Don't you think he's nah, slick. but that's that's what it really comes do down to. That that's true. That's what it really comes down to. It's like, hey, who's who's your favorite player? Not you know. You're looking at Josh Allen. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Lying, no, Lamar Jackson. No, no, we are a year removed. We are one year removed from from Josh Allen not being able to throw a simple slant route. Are you serious? Are you serious, bro? Like, no, <laughs> no, no. Lamar Jackson is better than him. Like he's just better. Don't tell me who I like more. I, I don't dislike Josh Allen. I just think just, I think I think the fact that we gave Josh Allen a chance to grow. He got a chance. He got a chance. They they built something around him. They gave him rid of better players. And all credit to him, he got better. He got better. Okay. But when he couldn't hit a slant route the year before, or couldn't, or was over overthrowing dudes and all that stuff. But so was Lamar. And look, look, hold on. No, no. Before, before, before you argue with me, I agree with you. I do think Lamar Jackson is the better player right now. But I'm not, I'm not so high, high on him right because of the fact that he was in a same, not same position, but a very similar position. The year, even last year, he he was missing his targets. He was not a hundred percent like accurate as he should be 
And that was that's always a topic of conversation when it comes Facts. to the car is You're not wrong. His accuracy. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you know what? It doesn't matter. You want to know why? Because what can Lamar do that no one else in football can do? What can, what makes him special? That ability to run and make dudes miss and hit home runs. That's what makes him special. So he, he doesn't have to be the most accurate guy in the world. I'll tell you this. He's gotten a lot better at it over his course of his career. I, I don't know that he's a better throw to football. I don't think now he's a better throw to football than, than Josh Allen is. But okay. Lamar's no slouch. Lamar's got as long, No, as long as we agree on that, that, that Josh Allen is the better pocket player. I agree. I agree with that. But at the end of the day, Lamar is better because Lamar is an above average throw of the football, above average. And that's being, that's, yeah, that's above average. I may, I might be underselling a little bit. And he's an, the most incredible athlete I've seen since Michael Vick. So when you combine the two, I'm sorry, you are better than almost every quarterback in the league. Right. Almost. Yeah, because his arm isn't that bad. It just, Who's? his accuracy is, you know, low, but, but his legs. Who's are you talking about? Lamar. 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 No, 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 no. Lamar's arm. No, Lamar's arm is a rocket. It's a. It's above. It's a rocket. No, no, no. He, he throws it. He throws it rocket, bro. Like he throws the ball. Like he grew up. He grew up in a, in, a, in a bad part of town. Like he throw that junk hard as hell. He has an amazing <laughs> arm, bro. Hey, Miles. Right. So we just spent about three and a half minutes showing love to Lamar, showing love to Josh Allen. One name that kind of gets lost in the wind right here is Baker Mayfield, who. Played well last season. Doug, if you're Cleveland, do you pay him this year or you wait to see him do it again this year to decide to pay him? Probably wait like midseason if he's playing well. I mean, this is your guy going forward. You drafted him number one. He had a pretty good season last year, albeit with weapons missing. So I think he's taking some strides getting better. And, I mean, the Baker we saw – his second year probably is an outlier because he was pretty, he was really good his rookie year. Then this third year was really good. So I don't know. I kind of, I believe the bake, the bake show is for real, but I mean, he's not getting paid as much as Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson is. He just hasn't done enough. He hasn't put up crazy numbers like they have. Yep, we'll see what happens. Um, I agree. Baker got to do it one more year um, consistently. And this is a big year for him. It's a big year for Lamar Jackson, especially being in that same division. It's two big years for them. It's a lot of expectations for both teams. Baltimore is in the conversation for Super Bowl contenders. Same with Cleveland. They on the out, one of the teams that's like that second tier. That's, hey, if everything goes well, they might be able to get into the Super Bowl. So both teams has a lot to prove this upcoming season. Transitioning to the flag on the play. Y'all know the, y'all know the segment, accept or decline. It's going to be a story. It's going to be a headline. You can accept to talk about it, decline, or keep it pushing. First one, somebody really, 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 really close to Greg. James Harden lost $2.4 million investment in YouTuber versus TikToker boxing match, accept or decline. It's uh, two, two, 2.4, you said, right? 2.4 million. That's nothing to James Harden. Because you know why? That's a night in the strip club. And baby, little baby be exchanging gifts like like they boyfriend and girlfriend. They be giving each other Prada bags, uh, a Prada bag full of cash with some honey buns in there. 2.4 million. He going to get that back from little baby. Probably a, with a car with it too. Drop top. 
He's he not worried about two points. And first of all, you're a grown man. Why why are you investing in these little TikTokers? These, these non-celebrity boxing matches. I guess he saw what Jake Paul, Jake Paul and his brother been doing. Thought it might be a good idea. I'm also hating on money like that, but go ahead, spend your money. The 2.4 mil, I think, isn't a problem. He'll get that back. He'll he probably will win some of that money back in court because he's suing the people. Um, but you guys are all missing the most important part of this whole conversation. Hmm. He's gonna make all that. He's gonna make that money back in ten hundredfold, hundredfold when he signs an extension with the Nets because KD ran that re up. So that means that James is next and Kyrie's next, which means Nets are gonna be a dynasty for the next ten to fifteen years. Let's let, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Ten to fifteen. Ten to well, fifteen I'm years. I'm exaggerating. I'm okay. exaggerating, but you know what I mean. We were next, next, next five to seven years. Nets are going to be a, a dynasty with KD at the center, and it just it means hell for for Knicks fans because no matter what y'all do, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> hey, um, also, do we consider the dynasty if they go to the finals back to back to back and lose? No, we consider uh, the Bills. They're the Bills then. No, they're gonna they're gonna win. They're gonna win in the next five years. They're gonna win at least two to three titles. Is my prediction. Ah, you know what? You you remember the you remember Friday, uh, the movie Friday when 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 uh the mom asked Smokey uh or for I I forget but she like this ain't enough, or he he said that no nah, yeah she she gave him money to go get him her some cigarettes right she gave him a dollar and he looks at it and goes that ain't enough, two to three in the next five years ain't enough for for those three. Two to three. Crit, crit. Chris, who do you root for in basketball, bro? Bro, I don't have a I don't have a favorite basketball team. Ask, ask, ask Miles if two to three is enough in the next five years. Ask him because he's not gonna win any. So ask him. For, for the Knicks, for, yeah, so for the ask Knicks, him, ask him if two to three is enough in the next five years. Yeah, yeah I think any any fan <laughs> would be happy. No. Nah, with that much talent, bro, with that much talent. Yeah, two to three is great. What you mean? You know, to get, two, championship? to get two in the next five years, bro. Yes, that'd be, I'd be thrilled. Three at your center? I need to ask. Maybe three. Three three's enough. I, I can give them lose two. But, bro, if, if you oh. you get two, nah. You know how ridiculous? I don't think, you see? You're, nah, because you're, you're, you know why? You're, you're making this sound easier than what it is. Them. Yo, I mean, he's not wrong. If you go, let's say you go all five years, right? And you go two for three? That's a losing record right there. Who, did, who yo, in their championships, like their championships. Two right, more rings right, but changes you, the way you look you at a guy like up, listen, Kevin listen, Durant. You started on this year. You got to start it from the year that they became a team together, which was last year, right? They didn't do it last year. Let's say, you know, five injuries, years. Injuries, injuries. Let me get two in six years. That ain't enough, bro. Two two to three championships over the next. And and I'm not going to say three. You know why I'm not I'm not going to go like, oh, my God, they're going to win three or four? There's a guy named LeBron James that's, that exists. And, and he has a pretty good team this year. Okay, so I don't think that, and I think that they have a window of about two years, two to three years to compete with that roster. I'd say two years, right, where the Lakers can compete for championships with that roster, and they're 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 probably going to win a championship this year. I don't I don't think the Nets are going to win it. I'm gonna oh, be no, honest. Giannis, so Giannis says otherwise. He said I'm gonna give them a 50 piece McNugget. Yo, yo, don't 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 please. <laughs> Giannis, had his, Giannis, Giannis had his moment. Please don't talk to me about Giannis, bro. Giannis said okay, I'm trying to run about Giannis. Giannis I, I, I want to hear about Giannis. Hey, hey Giannis really no, blowing mind. Yo, can we? Yo, yo, Giannis really blowing mind. By the way, too, because Giannis gonna post those pictures on his IG about, about of Dirk and Dwayne Wade 
he's trying to take shots like, oh yeah, I, you know, I stayed with a team and I won and all that stuff. Hey, bro, okay, we didn't put we didn't put three all stars on Dwayne Wade's team. Dirk sure as hell didn't have three all stars when he won. Okay, let's relax. Giannis, relax. What what is re- he's just talking his trap, but relax. Relax, please. He couldn't shoot free throws two weeks ago. Relax. He ran through all them teams. Let him talk. You remember when we were watching the Milwaukee game at Antonio's crib against the Nets? Yo, Miles, he said he just learned how to shoot free throws two weeks ago. Like, Giannis, (laughs) yo, Giannis really, Giannis really, like, popping his, he really talking all types of crazy. Like, he didn't just learn how to shoot a free throw from 15 feet. As he should, though, because he got it out the mud for real. He ain't getting nothing out the mud. Yes, he did, bro. <laughs> hey, he yes, did. He his did. life story out the mud. Cool. Yeah, yes, yes. his life. Hey, on, on some rust, yo, on some rust stuff. He's a champion at life. Champion of life. That's it. Champion of life. Yo, yeah. the next topic: Evander, <laughs> Evander Kane, a strange wife, has accused him of betting and throwing NHL games that he played in, except or decline. Except. When was this? This was about two weeks ago. His um wife that he's and you know process of divorcing came out and said that he was betting on and throwing games that he was playing in um the team is already in talks of trying to trade him slash release him they said that they they said that this was going to happen before before any of the reports came out but now it's definitely happening and nhl is doing the research on it so you know i tend to to believe that when these situations happen that more often than not, it's typically true, right? Because she was probably in it on them, on them, uh, on, on him throwing games. And then they got a divorce and she's like, all right, now I'm gonna tell them about our plan and what we was doing. Cause again, she probably not innocent in all this too, but at the same time, like that's something stupid to lie about. If you gonna, you know, try to air somebody out, like, you know, it's going to hurt them if you air them out. So she it's probably true. I wouldn't be shocked if it was, I should say. Somebody that you were married to, she probably knows more times than not all your dirt. So, yes. I don't think she's lying. I think this is an interesting situation. NHL, of course, is investigating it. Um, what's your take on it, Miles, before we transition to the next one? I mean, if it's true, then his career is over in the NHL. Like, this is something that doesn't happen in sports. I mean, it's happened before, but every instance it's happened, it's ended with a ban. So, I mean, if it comes out that it's true, then he's going to be the Pete Rose of hockey. Get banned for life, career over. I mean, he's made his bread, but I don't know. Hockey players don't make that much. So, And the thing is, he ain't on Pete Rose level. No. So I hope he saved up. <laughs> Next one before we transition to talk about the new Hall of Fame candidates for the NFL Hall of Fame. Quavo's assistant makes 5K a day to hold his umbrella. We did the math. It comes out to essentially $1.6 million a year to hold Quavo's umbrella, except or decline. <laughs> That's a nice bag right there. That's a nice bag. Just the no. umbrella. I ain't seen none of those type of jobs on Indeed. What if it's sucking <laughs> up? You said what? 
What if it's sunny out? Still got a whole hold on, brother. Lines can't get them tan lines wrong. million a year. 1.6 million a year. He does other work, they said. He helps with Quavo's record label, but he's still a part of his job duties is to hold an umbrella for Quavo. Brand new group got no teeth. Find ways to waste money, bro. These guys find new ways to waste money. I'll hold three at a time. Sign me up. (laughs) I got the whole Migos back. Quavo, take off, offset. I got all y'all. Sign me up. Facts. Like, like I said, this was not on Indeed. In our area, if Diddy needs somebody to hold an umbrella, I'll do it. I'll customize it, though. It'll be a bench mob umbrella, but I'll hold the umbrella for you. Back to football. They released some of the names that's going to be for the candidates to go into Canton next season. We just had the Hall of Fame speeches. My favorite was Edwin James. Um, Starting off wearing gold teeth, now I got a gold jacket. Uh, shout out to Edwin James. Some of the names for the first time, eligible players. Tell me who y'all think is going to be a first time Hall of Famer. He's not going to have to wait till the second time around. First time, we got Anquan Bolden, Steve Smith, Andre Johnson, Demarcus Ware, and special teams, kick returner, punt returner, wide receiver, Devin Hester. Which one of these candidates are getting in on, on their first drop? Devin Hester's a lock. Yeah, Devin Hester has to be a lock. Devin Hester's a lock. Um, you said other names there. I'm just blanking. I mean, Devon Bolden, Bolden, Steve Smith. And, oh, Steve Smith is getting in. Steve Smith, Steve Smith is getting in. He was sure. absolutely electric. Yeah. For sure. What, what, and, and one of the best trash talkers the game has ever seen. There's no way Steve Smith is in. I mean, I don't think Andre Johnson should get in first battle. Yeah, he should. He should too. He was he was catching balls from like. All right, so we got Andre Johnson, we got Steve Smith, we got Devin Hester. Who else is on that list? Demarcus Bolden and Demarcus Ware. Are they first time? Mm, maybe maybe Demarcus. Maybe Demarcus Ware. Um, Bolden was good, but I don't know about. It. He was he was he was very yeah, good. Yeah, Anquan Bolden was good, but he I don't know Steve Smith level. Definitely not Devin Hester's. I think Anquan gets in there. Eventually, but on the first one, I don't think Antoine gets in there. Demarcus might get in there because I know a couple of years he was leading the either leading or in the top three when it came to sacks. I remember he had them really good years when he was with the Cowboys and had the good years with Denver, and then you know towards the end it kind of went downhill. But when he was at his best, he was always considered one of the top pass rushers in the NFL every year. Yeah, he was kind of like, yo, for, for people that weren't even Cowboy fans, he was kind of like, if you're a football fan, he was like a household name. Wasn't, wasn't Vince Wolfork on that list, too? You said who? Vince Wolfork. Yeah, I don't think he's a first-time candidate, though. I think, I think Vince will get in, but I don't think he's a first-time candidate. So Greg mentioned it earlier. We got Summer League back. Summer League is here. It's been some really good showings, some not so good showings so far. What's some of y'all biggest takeaways from uh, Summer League? Any players that are sticking out to you? I know we've been looking to watch Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham. Who's the biggest people that's sticking out to y'all so far in this Summer League? 
Jalen Green, Davion Mitchell, and Jalen Suggs just had Jalen Suggs just had a great performance. He just he just literally just did this. Like 24 points, nine assists. I think he went like nine for 15. Uh, hit a couple threes, deep shots too. I mean, he looks really good. He looks really good, huh? Tonight he just did. Tonight he just did it. He just did it. Um, and, and then you you know so those guys are three guys that right away have stood out to me right away. And Davion Mitchell, <laughs> Davion Mitchell is is in incredible honest. Like he's he's a really good defender. The Kings. The Kings are overloaded at the guard position. I'm really interested to see what they do with all their guards. But I, I know De'Aaron Fox ain't going anywhere. You know that? And I know Halliburton showed a lot of promise. So they're going to have to figure, figure this out. With all these guards, they're, they're going to have to figure it out. But that 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 guy's playing real well. He, he's got a really mature game coming into the NBA. He looks like, he looks like a pro. He looks like he fits right in. And then Jalen, Jalen Suggs looks great, too. And there's, there's been a lot of criticism about Jalen Suggs, too. Um, but I love, I love what I saw from him tonight. I mean, just looking at the clips and everything he just he's making the right reads playing at his own pace setting guys up and he's hitting the deep shot he's hitting the three ball and that was the question one of the questions about him and I know he's always had a really good shot so I don't really get why that was a question but he's he's knocking it down so he looked good too Cage struggled a little bit in that first game but I, I'm not worried about Cage. I, I know what it is so I, I know that but and, and Jalen Green was electric exactly what I expected he's been a pro since he was 15 to be honest since he was 15, he's been that he's been that guy. So, like I said, I'll be at a lot of Houston Rockets games this this this, uh, this season. I'm, I'm gonna go watch them play for sure. Miles, your Knicks. Anybody on the squad has impressed you? I've seen quickly was looking good out there today. That crossover yeah. is really really deadly. We got Obi hitting corner threes. What you think about your Knicks so far? Yeah, you named it. IQ doing what he does. You know, step back threes. Floater game is on point already. Um, the big thing is Obi's hitting like almost every open three, open jump shot that he's gotten. So that's the big thing. On this team, he's not going to get like 30 minutes a game. So when he comes in, he has to be able to hit those open jump shots and show that he can do a little more than just run and jump. So, I mean, this is a good test. It's only two summer league games against – Majority of these guys aren't going to make it, but I mean, it's a good start. It's a good start. Transition. Go ahead. Let me correct myself real fast too, for the, for the people on the podcast, so trying to come crazy in the comments. Um, Jalen, Jalen Suggs had went nine for 22. Uh, so not the high, the high efficient night he, I thought he had, but still a good night. It changes a lot, bro. It's a good night. It's a good night. I mean, what? Like, you know, it's okay. And IQ was great. IQ was great, by the way. Huh? Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to him, though, getting up 22 shots in the summer league game. <laughs> Get him up. What do you mean? <laughs> Get him up. I don't blame him. Like Miles said, that that um that sounds kind of a lot like Washington Wizards-esque Russell Westbrook first half type of night before they start playing well. Nine for 22. First 12 assists, <laughs> 12 assists, 14 boards. Did he do anything else though besides scoring? Yeah, I think what yeah, like nine, nine assists from I think I what I saw. Nine assists. This summer league, um, I'm sure he'll be put in better positions with better players around him, so he'll have more efficient nights. Um he going to that team. You got RJ, you know, you got Anthony Cole there, so 
I think I don't think he I don't even think he's gonna be able to get up that many shots anyhow because they got 14 guards on the squad anyway. Terrence Ross still there, so yeah, we might not see him get 22 shots up again. So, so get him up now. Get him up now. Transition to the last segment before we end off this episode. Cap or facts? Read a statement. Y'all let me know if it's cap or facts. And of course, y'all have all liberty to continue on talking about it if y'all like. First one, Trevor Bauer would not pitch another inning in MLB. Cap or facts? Cap. Yeah, I say cap. Yeah. I say cap. After an investigation, guilty or not, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll get off with like a plea or something. That's usually how it goes for these athletes. I mean, as good, he's he's a really good pitcher. Just, you know, a terrible human being. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. About it. They've let people back in for less or worse. I mean. Question, right? To everybody. Athletes, entertainers, can you separate the sport, the talent, and the art from the individual? I want to say yeah, bro. I want to say yeah. I want to say yeah, but like it's it's really hard, man. I, I don't want to say anything on this podcast that doesn't get me canceled. Long story short, I was I was out in Houston this weekend talking to some of my uh, some of my, my girls' friends and all that. And we we got into a conversation about cancel culture. You know, the baby out there getting canceled and all that, whatever. And, and um, <laughs> he said some, dumb, some some stupid stuff, and that's that's fair. Um, but I, I think a lot of this cancel culture stuff is very performative. Like it really is at the same time. Like I, there's some things you can't come back from. Okay. Like, but we got in the conversation about R. Kelly. All right. And R. Kelly, <laughs> R. Kelly, we don't have to have Ruben back on the show. Well, R. R. Kelly um, is a, was a hot topic of conversation in my household, but also with me and my girl a lot. Because, you know, my girl's just like cancel R. Kelly. And I, and I cancel R. Kelly. I, I am not saying don't cancel R. Kelly. Don't listen to his. It's fine. But, but. When step in the name of love, come on. You're not tapping your foot? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I still got those songs on my phone. No. <laughs> he said, you're not tapping your foot? Yo, it's Very funny cool. you mention that. I was talking to my wife. I'm like, yo, it's funny. One people that they that people tried to cancel was Kanye. But I went through the air, multiple airports this weekend, multiple different states. Right. And I saw no lie. Every I wouldn't want to say hour, I saw two or three people at least every hour, every not exaggerating, every hour had Yeezys on. But y'all don't like him. Right. I want to cancel yay. But mm-hmm. y'all rock them Yeezys faithfully. Mm-hmm. I think it's case by case. And I think is it's performative, man. It's, it's performative, but it's case by case. It's like what can society kind of stomach and be okay with? I mean, look at Chris Brown. Look at remember what he did to Rihanna. Remember those images of what Rihanna looked like after that? Yeah, people weren't rocking with him immediately after, but people kind of look at Chris Brown and forget that he did that. I really, yo, honestly, bro, I really don't see a drop off on how people was rocking with Chris Brown, bro. I'm I think Chris Brown bro, paid he's still the, as Chris, popular as he was. A week after the, 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 this, it happened, like he was dealing with it. I get it, but like people still rock with his music. I'm not gonna hold you. I still, I still listen to his, I, I still listen to his stuff when it's some good stuff from Chris Brown drop. I ain't gonna hold you, and I have all the respect in the world for women. I think if I'm gonna answer your question, I, I think I do try to separate the person from the art they put out. I really, really do because again, 
bro, I don't want to rob myself of the art. I don't want to rob myself of the art, bro. That's really, it's that simple. Is it, it's, it's, it's selfish in nature, but to be honest, it's, it's honest. It's at least honest. When you cancel someone or when you try to cancel people, I think there's a lot of dishonesty going on out here, bro. You don't really care that hard. You're going really hard right now. You don't really care. It's not even that deep. You don't care, bro. Like, it's not like, honestly, I didn't cancel Kanye West. You know why? Because I wasn't rocking with Kanye West in the first place. That's why. Like, I never really liked him. I thought he was like, I thought his music like, was is obviously, he's, obviously he's great. He's great. All time, all time great. But I just never really liked him. He never really did it for me. Not because of his music. Just like, I don't know, the whole persona. It was never my thing. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit here and act like I canceled him because he was out here supporting Trump. It, it's just not realistic. It's not true. But at the same time, bro, like, I really do try to separate the art from the person. I really, really, really do. I really do. I think it's going to be easier when you talk about Trevor Bauer to get back to the main point because people don't watch baseball anyways. So no one really cares. That's why. Like, no one cares whether or not he plays. Like, that's the reality of it. Like, if we're just being honest, like, it's a sport that is struggling to keep people in, engaged. It just is. So I don't know, bro. But the artist, the way, the, I like when we took this conversation, I think it's more interesting. Um, I would like to hear people's thoughts on R. Kelly, where they stand on R. Kelly. Because I think, it, I think you can tell me whatever you want to tell me, and he's a horrible person. Don't listen to him. I respect it. But when Step in the Name of Love come on, I just want to know what you're doing. I just want to know if you if you're in your car and no one's around, what are you doing? That's, that's, yeah. And just be honest. Just be honest, bro, because it's a judgment-free zone. It's a judgment-free zone. I just really want to know. Because, like, when Michael Jackson was on all, all, all this stuff, yo, people still rock with MJ. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. I'm still listening. Yo, I listen to Michael Jackson faithfully, bro. Faithfully. Talk about it. Talk about it. Faithfully, bro. Talk about it. And, and Chris Brown, bro, I really, yo, faithfully, bro, he's the, he's the, the most talented artist in this, of this generation, and you could argue with him and Bruno Mars. That's, that's for me, that's it. Okay? Like, there's stuff, there's these artists out here doing dirt that we don't know about. We don't know about it. And you're still rocking with their stuff. Like, we just don't know. It's just hard, bro. It's performative. Like, I don't got to like you as a person to enjoy your art. I can separate the two things and be like, he's a horrible person. And, and I also don't want people to leave this podcast thinking, oh, yeah, Greg over here listening to R. Kelly with faith. It's not true. It really is not like that. I'm just saying, if it come on, because I still got like little remnants of his, of his music on my playlist. And when it comes on, I go hold you. Like it's hard to skip. It's just it's just hard. It don't mean the songs weren't good, okay? Like it don't mean the songs weren't good. And, and you got yes, I know they're about little girls. Some of them, bruh. Listen, it's crazy. It's a really hard line to walk. I'm not trying to get canceled out here. I'm just saying, I want people to be honest with me, bro. Just be honest. No, be no, 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 no. No, I think that's good. It's it's the honesty factor. It's being honest. Cause a lot of times we talk about cancel this, cancel that. But when we talk about art, when we talk about athletes, at one point he was trying to cancel Kobe. Yo, what do you say then when you shoot the basket at, in, in school? You you say Kobe. So you going you can't say that it's truly canceled. It's performative, it's what's going on, it's what's trending. Right now, we don't like this person. Cancel them. They're canceled. Two, three weeks later, two, three months later, Kanye, everybody, Donda, where's Donda no, dropping? All right, Donda, Donda, this, Donda, that. It's been mid, mid for the longest, average at best. He puts out average stuff, Kanye, and people eat it up. Like, bro, it's just case it's, by it's, case. It's a case by case, person by person. Hey, so, bro, real quick, to keep it a buck. 
people was trying to cancel the baby before all this anyways because people people were talking about he had the same flow in every song so it was really easy to jump down his throat for saying something like let's be honest we knew the baby would say we no one thought that he was a smart dude are we surprised he said what he said no y'all wanted to cancel him anyways he was on his way out anyways because y'all were tired of his sound of his sound sonically he was dropping fire music if it was little baby who said this i would like to hear what people see what people doing and little baby said what he said that same thing what are you doing? If Drake said that same thing, what are you doing? You still what, playing, you still playing Drake in the car. You're still tapping your foot. You're just lying. I just, yo, bro, like, what, come on. That's what I was about to say before you transition. It's case by case, person by person. When you talk about Mike Jack, you talk about Drake, you talk about Chris Brown, you talk about people that are great, great, not good, great, not okay, great at what they do. People have a lot of longer leash of what they'll deal with, of yes. what they'll be okay, what they'll forgive. Oh, Drake ain't mean it. Right. He ain't even say that over <laughs> his life. Like, we as a culture, as people, we pick and choose what we can stomach, what we can forgive. Facts. I saw it on our, on our poll. And we're going to go to the next topic. We had a Cosby show versus Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Family Matters, y'all voted was a better TV show than Cosby Show, which if you're entitled to your opinion, but if you saw the numbers, Cosby Show lost by like 40 votes. It's skewed though. Now it is at least. That, my point exactly. Y'all, a lot of people I know voted strictly on they don't rock with Cosby no more. The show was what we grew up on a lot of us as our culture. That was our show that taught us and showed us a different light of black people. But I digress, y'all like Family Matters more. Jello, Lee Angelo, all will make the Hornets roster regular season. Cap effects. Cap, cap, yeah. He's not good enough. He can't do nothing. He's not good enough. There's always a job for a shooter. What are you talking about? No, don't. He can't put the ball on the floor at all. No. He's not good enough. Kyle Corver couldn't. Who? Kyle Corver couldn't. Come on, bro. I don't see it. He's not even that great defensively. I like Jello. I want him to do. I want Levar to talk his trash. You know what? Sixteen minutes yesterday, bro. You know what? Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. And we'll make this quick. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I am getting a little hungry. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> Giannis is bro. If Don, if what's his name, Donis, not Panasis, there's a place for him. If there's a place for that dude in the NBA, then you know what? Leandro Ball make the team. If if no, because Lamelo Ball is that good, they're gonna have they're, they're gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be a super max player. I really think that. I think that's where we're headed. I think he's gonna be that good. So you gotta keep him happy. You put him on the roster. But I don't want charity at the same time. You talk about merit? No. Yeah, but is it charity? I, I know we only talking about one game, but I'm saying like it's not if he continues to play like he's playing, like he's earning his spot. It ain't charity. 16 points in 16 minutes. That's yeah, a, but bro, five for seven from three. That's yeah, like, come on, he's catching and shooting. Bro, I don't know. I just I don't think know. If it's not, if it's not, if it's not the Hornets, he'll be on somebody's roster, bro. He could be a two-way see. player. He could be a two-way player easily at least, at at least. Like, if anything, somebody's going to give him a two-way contract where he'll be going from G League and NBA games at least because 
There's always a job for a shooter, bro. If he shoots, like you, know, that, you, gotta, you gotta do one thing well. That's it. You gotta do. I don't know, bro. Basketball's getting harder, Everybody don't need to be a star. It's it's getting harder, bro. The Lakers just went out and signed Malik Monk to do one job to shoot like that. I mean, like, and he can really dribble. He's got a but 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 the Malik could do so much more though. That's how good the NBA is. Malik has been reduced to a shooter. Jello is gonna come in, and the only thing he know how to do is shoot the ball. Jello cannot dribble at all, bro. At all, like, it's too really damn bad. Too damn muscular, huh? He, he put on too much weight. He's too damn muscular. I don't guess what it is, bro. He just don't know how to dribble basketball. <laughs> Yo, you ever watch? He looks mad uncomfortable putting the ball on the floor, bro. It really is hard to watch. I'm like, why are you this bad at this? Like, what, you had nothing but time. What are you doing? Oh. He, if you look at the history of him playing, most of the times he's a shooter on a team. So that's I'm so sure. true. That's so I'm true. Sure, I'm sure that's you see his workouts. That's a problem. A lot of you see his workouts. A lot of it is strictly shooting. It isn't a lot of the off the dribble stuff. So I think he'll get on the roster because he can shoot. Last one before my last segment. It dropped eighty one. It dropped eighty-one. Say it again. Say it again. Drop Isaiah Thomas dropped eighty-one. He will be on an NBA roster by playoffs. He will be in the playoffs this year. Cap or facts? He's gonna be playing in the NBA playoffs. He's gonna be on a. He's gonna be on a team that's a playoff caliber team. He will not be signing to Sacramento or Orlando. No, I think he's gonna go to the team that can that can compete. I think I think so. He's earned it. He looks like he's he looks like he's still in his prime, his physical prime, his age. What is he? Thirty one now. 30, he looks healthy, bro. He looks healthy. He looks he got very the, healthy. The but the speed back. He's turned the corner. He's hitting threes. It it'd be a mistake not to sign him. It 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 would be a mistake. I I think you're if you're a team like the Lakers who has a roster spot, you think about it. You think there's guys out there that you could you'd want to have like RJ like JJ Reddick. I mean, yes. But you think about it. If you can get a guy like IT on your roster, he, he really can win you a playoff game. Like on, in the same way that Nate Robinson used to do this, do it. At the least, he could do it that way. I think he can start in the NBA. I think he's that good. I just think he had a bad turn of events. He had to get over an injury that he he didn't even know he had because it's something doctors lied to him and it set his career back a little bit. But he's back. He looks good. So yeah, like he deserves to be on a roster and he's gonna be on a playoff roster. I want to hear from Miles. You know, Miles has been an avid person to let me know that IT isn't that good anymore. <laughs> where where do you see IT's career going after 81 points, 62 the other week? Like, is IT good enough to get back in the league on, on your standards anymore? No, nah, yeah, he, he can get back in the league. He's not going to be a star again, but he can get back in the league. That's cool. Shout out to IT, though. That's what happens when you work hard. So disrespectful. Yo, it's mad funny because I remember Miles saying back back in, in the late early spring that I'm pretty sure it was you, Miles, that was saying he was finished. Right before yeah. he was go play for, for uh USA. Yup, he was saying that was the best option for him. He was never gonna play basketball again. All this stuff he was saying. He's too short. Was talking crazy. Look how the tables have turned. That's mm. slow fry. I mean, he's not an elite guard anymore, but he's, he can, you know, he can come in and get something. He can give you something off the bench. 
look, this is what we're going to do. He's too good at basketball, It's clearly working in our favor, right? So let Miles continue to talk. Isaiah Thomas is going to come back in the league and, and prove Miles wrong. And Miles is going to be like, we need him on the Knicks. Hell no. Hell no. That nigga don't play. I mean, that, that guy don't play. <laughs> 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 oh, so we have our new segment that we are having our family because we don't call any of the people that follow and support us fans they are family this is our segment called family discussions so y'all send y'all questions in we'll have it at the end of the show we'll post it we'll talk about it and answer your question for this, this episode we have Robbie Lefko our man's on I-G-R-L-E-F-K-E-E. Here's his question right here. What up, Bench Mob? All right, I got a question for you guys. Besides the obvious of, you know, the Nets and the Lakers, which NBA teams with all these free agency signings are really a championship or bust? So if they don't win the championship this upcoming season, their season would be considered a bust. Uh, let me know. So, he, he, you know why he has started off, Miles. You know why he started off, Miles. I know. Started off, Miles. I mean, I'm gonna go with the Suns. They they re-signed Chris Paul, and I mean, I I don't think he's done yet. But this is a long deal. It's gonna bring him into his 40s. So you you're going championship or bust, trying to run it back and thinking that. They could run the table again, even though they probably had the luckiest draw of any team in the, the playoffs last year. So they're one of the teams going championship or bust. He, he asked this question because he's a Heat fan, and he knows the Heat have to win championship this year. Also, really is a bust because you got older players all over the roster now. You got you know, you've added Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker, two guys that aren't getting any younger, but are championship level players, right? You got to win a championship in Miami. It's they won't, but but it you know you got to win a championship in Miami. I don't I don't I don't see how I don't see them winning if I think they're going to compete. And I think that they give a Bucks a team like the Bucks to run for their money. They'll do that. They'll do that. <laughs> yeah, you just, know that's because he. <laughs> yeah, they're not beating the Nets. They're not beating the Nets. And I think I think Robbie. I think Robbie knows this. I think if Rob, if you Robbie was on the show right now, he would admit that they're not beating the Nets. If the Nets are healthy, all things equal, all things equal. But uh, it is it is a championship or bust season for the for the Heat for sure. They are they are in that kind of position. You've in, you've invested too much, and you got some young players. You kept Holly Hero and guys that are promising. But Duncan Robinson just got that. Duncan Robinson got that bag, right? I mean the nine UMs, but that that's what I'm saying. Like they've made investments, and these investments are to win a championship. They're not for anything else. They're there to win a championship. Pat Riley doesn't do things to to be okay. That's not what Pat Riley does. So he's old and he's aging. So they as as these guys in the front offices start to age, they start to get, they start to really go push all their chips in the middle of the table. It's what like the Bulls, their owner Reinsdorf, like he's getting older. You see him throwing money all over the place. Lonzo Ball, like, come on, Russo, come on, all that, right? Like that's that's what that's about. That's what you're looking at. So um, it's a champ. I wouldn't say it's championship bust for the Bulls, of course not. But it's a it's his a playoff the bust for them. It's, it, it, it truly is playoff or bust because they didn't re-up Zach. They didn't pay him. And Zach would have Zach would have accepted the contract with them. I, they didn't pay him. They went and paid other guys. 
And him and DeMar is an interesting combination. I don't know how that works. It's going to be interesting. I think DeMar is a, is a guy who, who wants to win, and I think he'll sacrifice a little bit, but let's see. Um, they also give him more money than I think anybody else in the NBA would have given him. It's going to be a really interesting situation there. But um, to Robbie's question, teams like the Heat, teams like the Bucks, uh, the, the Suns ain't winning one, but yes, the championship bust because you have Chris Paul as your point guard. So it accelerates your timeline, but they're not winning one. I just don't see it. Uh, the Jazz, I think the Jazz are a team where it's championship bust, and it really is for them because you've got is it, Donovan Mitchell's a ticking time bomb. How long are you going to keep that guy happy? He's already, he's really not happy being there. Can you at least keep him there and entice him by putting a good product on the court every single year, a product that can win a championship? He wants to win a championship. It's why you're there, right? It's, you know what I mean? So if you're not winning a championship and you live in Utah, your life, it, it kind of sucks. You're making a lot of money, but it sucks. <laughs> like you need to get, he needs to win. He needs to win. So uh, I think that's an interesting situation to monitor too, is that situation, championship bust there. But I would say those are all the situations I can think of. Um, there's no other teams in the NBA I can really think of outside of those teams that no, would, that not, would qualify. It's not that many teams that are even in the championship conversation. You got Lakers and Nets, as he mentioned. You got Miami, just because of their offseason moves that they did. They got maybe half a year window because everybody on the team, low-key, in a couple of years in NBA time, they'll be applying for AARP memberships. <laughs> Phoenix, as Miles mentioned, because you signed back CP3, y'all think your team is good enough to get back there. So they're in championship conversation. You can't put Clippers in there because Kawhi probably not going to play half of the year or maybe all of the year. And that's pretty much it. Utah, y'all was the number one seed last year. Everybody on this show, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, all knew they weren't going. They all saw that they weren't going to the finals. We all knew a number one seed or not. They could have went 84 and four, like they couldn't have lost single digit games. We knew they weren't going to win a championship. So they are in the conversation. Outside of that, everybody else is kind of just playing for fun. Nobody else is playing for a championship. Nobody else is considered for a championship. Not Philly, not Boston. Nobody else is considered for a championship. Everybody else is just playing for. Everybody else is just here so they don't get fined. That's it. They're here for division titles and little banners and participation trophies at this yeah. point it's only like two or three serious teams that's going to get a chance to actually be champions exactly exactly couldn't put it better myself but y'all know the vibes if you stay ready you ain't gotta get ready bench mob ent we out peace i i hope i hope they like that episode bro that one was uh